and welcome to episode 78 of the Complete Geeks. I'm host Toast, joined by Bob. Hey. And Organic. Hello. How are you? <laughs> he's, he's a spooky ghost in the middle of March. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even fucking acknowledge it. Whatever. <laughs> what have we been up to then? Uh, well... <laughs> I have not a lot of video games, that's for sure. <laughs> Life. Uh, boring stuff. I tracked down a, uh official Xbox adapter for PC. Like, for a controller adapter. Because apparently... Uh, they, yeah, the wireless. Yeah. Um, apparently, the only way you can buy them these days is with a controller. So, it's like 80 or $90. And I was like, fuck that. And so, we we're at uh, we we're at Micro Center again. And randomly, I'm looking at, like... Their gaming, like the gaming stuff, like controllers and everything, and then it's sitting right there for twenty five bucks. And I was like, "Well, shit!" I was like, "I gotta buy this now." I was like, "Tracked one down, holy shit!" So I get it home, and it works like significantly better than obviously it works significantly better than anything that I've ever had. It just now my controller acts like it's hooked up to an Xbox, so I just hit the button and it just syncs immediately instead of having to keep on getting up and hitting a sync button and things like that. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Um, Is that an older sort of Xbox One controller? Um, I don't know, whatever one. I Because I mean, they pair with Bluetooth, like you don't need the adapter. Yeah, that's what I've been yeah. using. Yeah, I used the Bluetooth on, on my PC, and for some reason it, it was giving me like conflicting messages, like it would right. disconnect and reconnect, and so I was like, ah, fuck all that. I was like, I'm just going to deal with the controller adapter and do it that way. So, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So it's 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 nice. I was actually shocked, and I wanted one anyway, just in case, because uh, like for my laptop and everything, if I take it traveling with me, it's just a good backup. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, after that, <laughs> then uh, my during the week this past Tuesday, I went and had my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. So that was fun. Um. I get all the way through because the way it's all set up, it's it's a mass vaccination site. And so the way it's all Bill Gates turned you on. Yeah, well, my Apple Pay works a lot better now, thank God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It uh, so it's a it's a mass vaccination site. So you stay in your car. So you're just driving through this huge maze of everything. And I get my vaccine, and after that, they have you sit in a parking lot for like 15 minutes. They want to make sure that you don't have any adverse reactions or anything. So I get into the parking lot, I park my car. The guy asked me to back up my car and put it into another spot. So I back up my car. The next thing you know, I see, I look at my dashboard and my car's stuck in, cause you know, it goes like, you know, neutral or park, neutral, reverse, drive. And then it's like one and two, cause it's an automatic. It's stuck in one. And I'm like, that's weird. Why is it stuck in one? I turn my car off, my car won't turn over. I'm like, oh fucking cool what the fuck happened come to find out my cable snapped from my transmission to my shifter so my car couldn't change gears in the parking that's lot fun. that's an yeah, odd like, uh, side effect of the vaccine right i know right it's weird it's like i didn't have any adverse reactions so they're, they're all freaking out because they think i'm gonna like go into a fucking like have an event because i'm like well my car is stuck and they're like are you okay i'm like i'm fine just stressed out so luckily the place closed. Like I went there at like three thirty in the afternoon. The place closes at like five. 
So they were able to get a big tow truck in there because I couldn't move my car. So I had to get a tow truck and have it sent out. I That was on Tuesday, and I dropped my car off Tuesday night. I just got my car back yesterday, and it was a five well it was five hundred and sixty six dollars, but then it was like a four hundred I got a discount, so it was like a four hundred and eighteen dollar fix. And I'm like, fuck me. So because of that, I didn't get a new TV. Thank God. Because <laughs> and but I I'm still eyeballing it, but I was like, Oh well, that's cool. Like at least I didn't buy the TV first and then have to fucking fix my car second. So yeah. that was yeah, so that was that fucking adventure. Um but this past Friday and Saturday, I actually went out and this is ready. Get your bib on toast. You're going to be a minute. You might want to drink that rum next to you. Um, I just, yep. I decided to go look actually just old school looking for action figures. And so I wanted the new, uh, NECA TMNT stuff. They re-released the turtle two packs and they released a repaint of the super shredder figure called the shadow super shredder. And they're hitting Walmarts. And I was like, oh, I'll go over and hit Walmarts. So this Friday, I hit like the majority of the Walmarts, like on the north side of Maryland, just going in and out and just, you know, five, 10 minutes just looking in stores and stuff like that, driving around. And then this past Saturday, I actually went out with a couple of buddies of mine and we went looking on like my side of the, they pretty much my side of the tunnel, like the 895 tunnel. Um, so I went and, looked around there and didn't find anything in all of the Maryland stores that I hit. So we decided to say, I checked brick seek and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I was like, uh, I was like, Pennsylvania's showing a couple. I was like, let's go to Pennsylvania. And it was an hour drive outside of Maryland. So we decided to go to Pennsylvania and lo and behold, first fucking store in Pennsylvania, we found them. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So Maryland's practically a dead zone. So, I, that was another reason why I didn't get a TV because I spent a lot of money yesterday because after repairing my car, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to buy me some action figures. <laughs> so yeah. And, and yeah. like to put like context into it, like yeah. seeing that super shredder come out and on Twitter, yeah. I don't know what is going on with the distribution between stores, but like some stores received, it looks like about five stores worth that they yep. have entire end caps set up of it. Yep. Yeah. It's uh the story I went to had, a whole shitload of stuff. They had, I mean, they had probably about like 10 to, and this is after people picked through stuff. They probably had like 10 or 12 super shredders and probably about six or eight, two packs. And it's like, this is after people like pick through everything. And it's like my stores, if you, if I would have taken a picture of every single store, it looks like they haven't been touched in months. Like, and I don't understand where like the distribution is for them and where, how it works. It's just like certain stores get other things. I it's, it's a mystery to me. And so, you know, and then just hunting around all yesterday, found a bunch of stuff. Um, two of the Disney stores in Maryland are closing down. So I actually scored a couple of Lego sets in one of the Disney stores for 30% off. So I was like, all right, nice. cool. Like, yeah. So did that, uh, found a bunch of new transformers that, uh, I haven't seen yet. Um, I, I canceled a lot of pre-orders on Amazon. That's for sure. Um, yeah. And then even, even to the point of like, I found a freaking TMNT turtle van hot wheel, like at random, which is like non-existent here. Cause everybody apparently is a fucking turtle fan here. Oh uh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've scored quite a few of them popping up. Um, yeah. I don't know if you realize that there is like a variant of the generic basic hot wheel. Yeah. It has like the weird, it has the weird front, uh, it has the weird front bumper. Like it, it's like more rounded versus the flat one. Uh, yeah. And one carries over the, uh, the 
cartoon series logo and one carries over the comic book logo. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's cool. I yeah, that I, be- I believe I have both, so. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then, all right, Toast, you can, you can take the bib off now. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, after, after that, I've been, <laughs> instead of playing video games, I've been on a big documentary kick again. So I watched, uh, I watched Crime Scene, The Disappearance at the Cecil Hotel, which is a fascinating. I heard that's very good. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's like it's almost like the hotel itself is like a character. It's based in I think it's I think it's L.A. and the hotel is just has all these weird ass occurrences and it's it's got a long history behind it. But it focuses around one person and and their disappearance. But it was a really good series. I think it's like four parts. And then yesterday I started watching Murder Among the Mormons, oh, which yeah, um, pretty much a. Uh, I don't realize how much South Park has taught me about bullshit until I start watching things about bullshit. Um, because I was like, there is no way that South Park is going over and talking about the Mormons and shit like that. And, and it's all true. And I was yep. like, it's no way it's gotta be bullshit. And then I start watching the show and it was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Nope. South Park was right about this and talking about, you know, it's, uh, Talk about all the bullshit, like, you know, this guy found these gold plates in a dirt dirt area because this angel came to him, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So it's about, like, the art dealing and shit like that and document dealing in the Mormon church and all around the stuff. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, but it just sounds like bullshit. Yeah, I think I listened to, like, the last podcast on the left episode of, well, it was, like, no. fucking multi-part thing yeah. on the Mormons. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? This is real. And then uh, <laughs> my my wife is standing behind me, and she just sent me a message. She's like, "You want to brag about the new car that she got?" And so, uh, she, yeah, she got the 2021 Chevy Blazer. Oh, nice! With all the yeah, Shout with all the something. something Sounds like cars. you you should have <laughs> right. uh, you should have took that to go get your vaccine. So luckily, she was getting <laughs> uh, she was getting hers as well, and she was there to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> A luxury, she says. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I for you, toast. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a I'd giant American. It's a giant Am- cars over here. Never mind over right. there. Right, it's a giant American vehicle. How's that? <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Anywhere about here, you see the yep. size of our streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would see it like, mm, nope, can't fit. <laughs> it's yeah, like when you get people right. that have, I think, the F. F-150s or there's some sort of Ford truck that has kind of got a bit of popularity here and like they can't get up half the fucking streets and shit it's like people will get them and think that it's an alternative to a van for work or something and then oh. they're like oh shit because <laughs> like what kind of what kind of van what kind of vans do you drive well because I mean every narrower ones yeah narrower <laughs> ones <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it's like a lot of like uh, what those little like Ford Transit style ones? Yeah, I'm just picturing like yeah, a one. Transit's like the biggest fucking thing over here. I think there's like yeah thousands upon thousands of different combinations of it. But I'm just picturing like a one seater van. It's like <laughs> gotta get the narrower van. Like oh shit, <laughs> fucking only fools and horses. That stupid three wheel yeah car that we done in Wreckfest. It was terrible. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, that's been my life pretty much. How about you, organic? Uh, start off a 
finished up WandaVision. Nice. I, don't, I imagine both of you have as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was... I, I liked most of how it finished. Mm. Um, I read a few things that it looked like COVID drastically impacted like some of those storylines that just did not pay off at all. I wouldn't but, doubt it. But I, I think it's, I mean, awesome of where it is set, like the path for the MCU going forward. It was a, uh, it was a good way to start phase four without, you know, taking like a box office hit, trying to release something into a theater. I thought it was, it was a smart way to do it rather than, you know, and, and Disney's production quality these days is because they make so much fucking money. What'd they say? Like a hundred million users now of Disney plus in 16 months. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. So they're just like, yeah, we got enough money. We're okay. We can do this big budget stuff and release it on a streaming platform and it's fine. So yeah, it's, I think that's what helped out a lot is like the, it wasn't just like, it didn't feel like a hokey, just like cash grab or like a hokey thing where they're like, oh, we can just release this and people will watch it because it's MCU content. Yep. But, yeah. But there were certain things, like you said, like now that you mention it, like in hindsight, I'm looking back and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, that does make sense if COVID did really affect these. Like if certain people weren't there certain times or they had to write, had to like drastically write something different. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally finally got my PC after uh, weeks weeks and weeks of it getting tossed around everywhere. God. So, I did it make it there in one piece? I uh, did make it here in one piece. Huh? I will say one of my issues that I had with it was I wanted to get the liquid cooling off of complaints of just this um case design. Okay. And I wish I would have gotten that all ironed out because it is a fucking jet engine to no extreme. Oh, wow. Um, you you would not be able to play this without headphones on. Holy shit! Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I mine is uh mine is liquid cooling in it, and my PC's like maybe a foot foot and a half away from where I'm recording now, and it barely it doesn't really it doesn't make a whole lot of noise. So, I'm trying to figure out right now. I can do one with from Corsair and get one for like $70 and get it switched over myself. Trying to see what that does to the warranty or also have an open ticket with Dell to see if I can buy buy one from them and if they can have a service rep install it for me. Hmm. So, it'll keep the warranty intact. But, of course, since this model of Alienware was like... A thousand plus dollars off that all of the liquid cooling is now on back order. Fuck. But yeah, it is I, it is what it is right now. I'm just not sure, like I don't I don't know if you would because the way PCs are designed, I don't know, maybe because it's like pre built, but like I opened mine up because I added uh a you know, because I ran cables to run an extra solid state drive through it and everything. Uh huh. They never mentioned anything about like violating a warranty or anything like that because if I have to move components around and stuff, it shouldn't be an issue, especially if I want to upgrade something. Because it isn't like yeah. you're ripping anything apart, you're just changing out a cooling system. Yep. Yeah. So, either way, that's probably going to be here in the next month. Knock mm. out that. And then with some of the rewards that I got back from buying it through Dell, 
I picked up a mechanical keyboard or an Alienware keyboard and a wireless gaming mouse through them. Nice. Uh, I think I I think I ended up paying like seventy bucks in total. That's not bad at so, all. Yeah, so that cut that down low over in half. And stupid me, I hmm. ordered my I ordered my PC through uh, Dell through the service rep, and I thought they would have updated my address info on my account. Well, the default was still set to a building that I used to work at four years ago. So, I oh shit, I I see it's out for delivery and going. Luckily, the building is literally only a mile away from me. No, so only I, a mile. So I I call up the place. It's now a storage rental place. I call up them. Um, finally got connected through to somebody. Then got disconnected. And I'm like, hell, I'm just gonna drive over there real quick and talk to them. Mm-hmm. So they buzz me in. I'm like, hey, here's my name. Um, I have a package that's out for delivery today. Just, I used to work in this building. If you could just hold it. And she goes, oh, that just came about five minutes ago, and I sent it back with them. Oh I'm like, shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I contact FedEx. I'm like, hey, here's the deal. This package got rejected. And they were like, no, we show it was delivered. I'm like, well, it's going to show it's rejected. And I need to get the address changed. And they're like, okay, let us look. And they go, oh, this is from Delph. We can't modify the address. They would have to. And I'm like, motherfucker. Right. Well, so, fucking FedEx. So I go, go through a few more things with Dell. Can't get anybody to change it for me. Because they're like, we show it's delivered. I'm like, son of a bitch. And then finally, somebody from FedEx Local calls me. And he's like, hey, I see this package. I saw that you called support. I can get the address changed for you. I was like, awesome, perfect. And he's like, it'll be out for delivery tomorrow. So that was on. Paid me fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that, yeah, and that so that dollars. So that was Wednesday. So Thursday, I look at the tracking software delivery. Then all of a sudden, it goes shipment exception. I'm like, what the hell? And then Friday, it goes out for delivery, shipment exception. So I called FedEx yesterday, and I guess they have lost the package entirely at the facility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that'd be a hundred and two dollars uh, for them to find it. I am like. Just uh, not having good luck with things. Uh, well, it's also because FedEx is a bunch of pieces of shit, but go on. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where it stands. And then on to like positive, just garbage. I um, started watching Paramount Plus since it switched over from CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. So I've just like been binging like fucking really shitty MTV shows. All oh, yeah. Time. This past week, yeah, start watch the challenge. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna start watching roll rules. I I probably will. Uh, my kid uh, and I were watching uh, what what is it, Fantasy Factory and MTV Cribs. No oh, shit. Um, shockingly, I did not realize MTV Cribs went nineteen seasons. Yeah, because <laughs> it like died. I think it like died and then came back. Like when. I think it was like MTV tried to do this like nostalgia revival thing where it was like, we're going to do all these shows again that you used to watch when you were younger. And then it just fucking fizzled out. I can't believe the MTV stole a thing. I really and, can't. And like for it launching on a new platform, it's very surprising. Cause like jumping onto cribs, they only have 17, 18 and 19 seasons. So it's, <sighs> if you really want to like jump into something you haven't seen, like the stuff to watch it in order just isn't there. Yeah, it's streaming services. That's a, that's the thing. It's like they're they're a great benefit, you know. Obviously, because everything's at your fingertips. But I think it's 
I think a lot of times too with cribs and stuff like that, it could be like audio rights issues or like people wanting residuals. And so they're just like, fuck it. We'll just release these last seasons where we like ironed out a contract because the previous seasons don't have it or whatever. It happens a lot with like, it happens a lot with like a documentary TV shows too, where they're like, Oh, here's seasons five through 10. And it's like, well, what happened to the first five? Oh, well we don't really know what's going on with them. And you're just like, fuck me. Okay. I guess this is it. Yeah. But other than that, that's, that's been uh kind of the week or week and a half. What about you, Toast? Uh, more nine one one. I'm in season three somewhere. The latest episode, the first two minutes, somebody got a hole burned through them with space debris. Uh, like what an fell out the sky, the came worst. through their roof, and put a hole in their stomach, oh, and fused them to their lounge, like their couch that they were lying on. So they had to cut <laughs> <laughs> the couch and carry them out. Uh, Somebody got diagnosed with a brain tumor. There was some the fucking ambulance driver killed somebody. Uh, oh, the fucking the dispatcher, which is Jennifer Love Hewitt or whatever, went back to mm-hmm. the scene of the fucking where her her ex uh, fucking abducted her, and she ended up having to murder him. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on, uh, but. Yeah, it's just stick on and forget. Uh, but then I blame Castle because Castle said he was putting a TV in his bedroom. <laughs> and I decided, fuck it, I'm going to get a Series S. And yeah, yeah. some little You're, cheap 1080p TV this is in the a, bedroom. This is how the fucking TV adventure started, <laughs> and, motherfucker. And, and, and this is like, you guys give me so much shit about like my buying habits. <laughs> this was like played out directly like, hey, I'm thinking about this. No, I'm not going to do that. And then it just fucking spins out of control fast. <laughs> yes. well, so, so one of the things with the TV that I'm glad that it sort of happened was like not because my not because of my fucking car going up, but it went from like 1100 to 1400, and I was like, okay, maybe this is a sign that I don't need this television. But then of course, Toast buys buys the same exact one I'm looking for. He's like, you know, you want it, Bob. I'm like, fuck you, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd get a cheap 1080p one. To go with a Series S because I don't really need 4K for a Series S, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "But, but it's 1440p, and then it upscales, so I can't. I kind of want one that does 120 hertz at least at 1080." And then I said, ah. "Side note: This is the most innocent you've ever sounded. So I, I assume that's the way you told." Yep. <laughs> yep. You're just like, but I, but I need this. It, 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 it's the only way I can have variable refresh rate on my Series S. It just makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. And then it was like, well, that's probably going to cost like three to four hundred ish. I was like, but I could get a better TV for the living room for about six hundred. So maybe I'll do right. that. And I was like, but this one they keep talking about is 900, so fuck it, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I got the fucking, I don't know what area is what, but it's the XH9005 or the X900H, depending where you are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and shit's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm playing Sea of Thieves in the fucking 120 hertz mode. Oh. Know, which in the fucking, in the middle of a storm, it's just nuts. So it's it's four uh, K hundred and twenty hertz, right? Yeah, because this is oh. like I've hooked this up to my main thing. Yeah, uh, and my old TVs just went through the bedroom of the Series S. Hmm. Uh, 
One thing when I did get the TV though, uh, brought it in and I realised shit, the TV unit's too small because the feet placement's like right at the end on the Sony basically. Oh mm, yeah, the, yeah, those yeah. Uh, weird metal blades. Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Vizio has the same thing, that's why mine floats above it because it's like, if I had it on my regular TV stand it wouldn't fit. And they're like, fucking, uh, let's check Facebook Marketplace and I think called Gumtree which I think is basically your Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what fuck somebody's got to be throwing out a free TV unit that's just big enough for now until we get something we like. So we pick up a free TV unit. In the process of moving the TV unit, I find a switch which must have been behind that old TV unit for fuck knows how long. No. <laughs> like, I didn't even realise I wasn't fucking there, but I just haven't touched the thing since. I think the last thing I did was buy 3D All-Stars. So since then it's probably been just behind the TV unit. Uh... Then I uh, would get the free one in, that's fine. It's a bit too low, but we only wanted it just temporarily. So we're looking about, we see one on Ikea that we actually like. And then we notice that that one on Ikea, somebody's just moved into a house and is selling off, uh, getting rid of all the furniture cheap. And it's the exact same one, brand new <laughs> so sort you, of thing. So you like rush over there, you're like, give me a TV yep. stand. <laughs> so now we're going to pick up our second TV unit of the day. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. And yeah, it's all set up nicely now. Uh, yeah, basically, I've moved the PlayStation through to the bedroom so she could just play <laughs> Fallout or Fall Guys. What the fuck's it called? Hi, Fall Guys. Uh, I was gonna say, when does she switch to Fallout? <laughs> while I get to just hog the main TV for the X now. Uh, Are you gonna put a I'll, tabletop on the PS5 so you can use it as a nightstand? Oh, I've just hidden it behind <laughs> the TV. <laughs> uh, Fucking stupid nightmare. Uh, but also, because of moving, I've got the fucking Series S and the PlayStation through in the bedroom now. I've got some of the power line adapters just to take the internet through the mains uh, circuit. Because mm. mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't be bored with any wireless extension push. I'd just rather right. deal with that. Plus, being a little bit younger <laughs> than most in the community see they stupid they fucking they let off like a little hum like a really high frequency that a lot of people can't hear but like tina especially she's her hearing's fucking insane and she can hear it and it would just put her off having that in the bedroom or something for a moment for which it, which one is this any anything wireless or like let off oh. some, like a wi-fi repeater I, or something like that oh i can't yeah that's uh like yeah. a repeater or something. I was, I thought like old school CRTs. Like, have you ever get that like instance where you can almost feel that it's on? Oh like, yeah, cool yeah. To, yeah, I get that. But I, after after that, it's just maybe my old age. I don't feel anything. I don't feel or hear anything else after that. Yeah, because yeah. I think I messed about fucking with one of these stupid apps, like where you mm-hmm. change the frequency and annoy people mm. and all that shit. Uh, and I think I cut out somewhere at like fifteen thousand hertz. She was mm. still hearing it at twenty two thousand. That was the oh, highest that that particular app went. So God, no wonder you don't talk any shit to her, <laughs> regardless of where you are. She'll hear it. Yeah, but it means like it's ideal for her. She just fucking sits and plays uh, away mm. at that, and then binges whatever the fuck on the laptop. I don't know what season of ninety day fiance she's on now. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's the way you had to do it as long as you as long as you have everything set up and good to go she won't say anything to you just like she's just like da, 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 da. <laughs> like here you go and you're just like rushing to people like hurry up get in here yeah and part of getting the tv i've agreed to letting her get 
a random car now, and then in five years she can fucking get a Tesla. Oh, because <laughs> she really wants a Tesla, but mm. fucking tell her wait till it just becomes mm-hmm. more viable. Right. Like, well, it was it was, it was hilarious because uh, the day that my car died was like the second day that my wife had hers, and she was like. She was like, you're not buying yourself a car. I was like, maybe I will. Maybe I'll get one just like yours. <laughs> yeah, she says my car got jealous. <laughs> so and yeah. It turns out the memory expansion thing was actually pretty good because okay. what I've decided to do, like, uh, I think Sea of Thieves is 17 gig on the Series S and on the Series mm-hmm. X it's 49 because they do the whole optimization thing based off of what right. you're downloading it to. So I've kept... The optimized games on the internal, and I've put the big fuck off old games like GTA, Red Dead, all that sort of shit on the expansion card. So that if I need to play it or mm. I want to play it through in the bedroom, I just just this case is swapping the card in, and it's instantly installed. Oh. I don't need to worry about the hard drive space. Oh, so oh, okay, that's that's awesome because they never really talked about that feature. So you can just pop it out and pop it in, and your Xbox automatically recognizes it. Yep. And as long yeah. as it's like if it was Sea of Thieves, there'd be some sort of weird conflict where it would try and update it to the Series mm-hmm. S version. If I put it in the Series S and then swapping it back, it would try and swap it again to Series X. So huh. I'm a, like non-optimized games on the expansion card seems like the solution for me for now. Anyway, I mean that's that's awesome as long as you can as long as it doesn't feel like you're doing any kind of damage, removing it and putting it into that's literally a memory card. But yeah, that's okay. So, that's fucking awesome. That makes it's like me... taking your memory card out of place to your PlayStation Two or right. or whatever the fuck it was, and putting it in your friends. That's all you're doing. Huh. That's cool. So it's yeah, that's a that's no. a neat feature. Like that's one of those like low key. That's definitely one of those features they don't explain about because I guess they don't expect people to have like a Series S and a Series X in their house. And yeah, so, I suppose. yeah. But, I mean, I've switched. Awesome. I don't. It's not as if I'm sitting playing a game on it and then I pull it out. I just I put right. it down and then I will pull it out just to be right. safe. But I don't yeah. really see it being much of an issue. No, I mean, it. you know, it's just like it's like disconnecting a hard drive. It's you just power it down, you disconnect it, you you know, you put it into a cold whatever console, and then you just boot it back up. But that's convenient because that way you don't have to have two copies of the game on two different systems. Yep. So uh, Series S is a uh, shockingly tiny, huh? It is fucking insane. I thought I was just holding like a fucking replica 3D model, like that was too small or something like that. Like, and it's, awesome. it's light as fuck. I was gonna say, it's, is it heavy or no? See, like, I think I held it up to my Series X when I got it, and it's the same width, but mm. then, like, if you hold it sideways, it's the same width as the box. Like, the Series X is already narrow. It's the deep, the depth of the Series X, like, because it's mm-hmm. a perfect square. It's about a third of the depth. Mm. So you've got the front of the Series X if you're looking at it standard vertically, but then you only go back a third. Wow. And that's the end of the fucking Series S. <laughs> that's crazy because the, I mean, the Series X isn't that deep of a console either. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it's as light as anything. Yeah. Mm. That's, 
That's it's awesome. like the difference from opening one. I remember fucking picking up the fucking Series X and then having to redo my fucking grip because I didn't. It caught me off guard. Like, yeah. I didn't expect the thing to be that fucking. <laughs> my, heavy. Yeah, my my buddy just got a Series X and he was like, I, he was like, why did you tell me it was this heavy? I almost dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> and they put it in like the slickest bag ever too. So yeah. and it it looks as if you could just lift it out with fingertips. Yep, because yep. it's all fucking nicely presented in the yep. yep, it's no. like a fucking thirteen pound monster. <laughs> Yeah, especially like going going back to like the Scorpio, even how small that was and how dense it was. Yeah, and then yeah. more use for my fucking white magnetic cables now. I've put two of the USB C adapter things in the controllers, like one for the PlayStation, one for the Series X, uh, Series oh, nice. X even in the bedroom, and then it's just a case of the cable sits there on whatever controller you need to charge. It's just flick it over to it. That's so, awesome. Uh, I so. All this tech I'm buying, I'm finding more use to justify it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, like I, the, the inconvenience of the memory card I should have just lived with the fact that occasionally I'll need to uninstall something and reinstall something. Mm-hmm. But now that I've actually got the two consoles to swap it between, it's paid for itself. <laughs> like, right. Uh, but that was that little adventure, and now for the next one is D&D. So bib <laughs> on for you, organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> so this so this past week for D and D, I decided to skip it because like we normally record on or we normally do it on Wednesdays, and of course I had all this shit happen to me on Tuesday, and then the next day with the vaccine and everything, I felt like shit. So I was like, I'm not gonna, I, I can't do this right now. I just want to sit here, just fucking vegetate. So yeah. I think so. Who played my character, Toast? That would be me. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. <laughs> There was character deaths. <laughs> Somebody has to reroll on your character. Oh, uh, shit. And it's not you. Uh, oh, no. But I did, I think I got your first ever critical. I don't know oh, if you that's exciting. Yeah, it only took another fucking person playing my character to do it. Uh, uh, started off, it was, I don't know if you remember, but a logger's camp was yep. one of the places we needed to go. So we got to Logger's Camp. It was deserted. Uh, I'm like, fine, I should go in front, I guess, making jokes about running and kicking open the door and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while this is happening, like I'm I'm saying I should be in front. The bard decides he's just going to go stick his head in the house. Oh, my God. And, uh, so the bard goes in. We roll initiative out of the ground, because it's all dark ground, pops these big fucking... I don't know, alien, insect-looking fucking things. Uh, Instantly bites him, does acid damage on top of that. I think the first one, like, it was a surprise attack, so that's the only thing that goes. Uh, Leaves him with, like, 2 HP or some shit. Uh, (laughs) Hero's shit initiative. The monster gets to hit him before anybody else gets to kill it, and he's down and dead. Uh, On the death saving throws. Uh... And his first save fails. Uh, oh, so shit. Like, as soon as you go down, you make your save and see what happens, and you need to make your next save on your next turn. So goes through a round. Out of, uh, I get like a normal hit in on the guy. I think Castle fucking flew in a window or some shit. And fucking, so there's the three of us are around him at this point, uh, one being unconscious. Hmm. And Shane, well, Games Master, Dungeon Master, whatever you want to call goes. Uh, he's going to go for... Oh no, he's already down at this point. But the insect went for the weakest looking one, which is why he got that second hit in instead of hitting me or Castle. 
Right. Because that would make sense, like, when you think of it. Logically, yeah. Uh, Logically, it would make sense to do that. So we hit the thing. Uh, It rolls around to the bard's turn. Second death save. Critical fail. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) This is critical fail. Rolling a one means you fail twice. Right. He's hit his three fail limit, so his character's totally dead. Oh, my God. Uh, the The wizard now has a familiar, which is a badger. The badger has a special <laughs> harness fitted to it to carry the crab about, which is our healer. <laughs> God, I did miss a good one. <laughs> uh, uh, crab doesn't have revivify or a big expensive diamond to be able to bring him back. Mm. So, like, fight goes on out of rage. My next turn, I get a critical hit and say it's because nobody gets to kill the bard but me. Mm. Uh, so smack the shit out of that. Uh, you like your first roll. You hit another one because I think two came behind ambushing us or three. Hmm. Uh, so you hit that one. You didn't make it your sworn enemy or anything like that with your stupid bow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then after that turn where you didn't do it, use any of your extra abilities. Uh, the bard obviously died with his critical fail, so the next one you made the next one your sworn enemy, you marked it with Hunter's Mark, and you got a critical. <laughs> so, that thing just like blew up. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were you it it was just alive, Shane was saying, and I was like, Oh shit, yeah, but it was marked for Hunter's Mark as well, so then you roll another D six and mm-hmm. then that finished it. <laughs> so no. uh, but we deal with that, we fucking clear up the fight and everything. Uh discuss whether we're bringing the bard back or not. I say, no, he's had his time, and I start looting the corpse. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel kind of bad because we've got this ghostly thing saying, excuse me, pardon me. (laughs) Yeah, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. (laughs) Just like, I know he's had his time, I'm looting the corpse. Yep. Basically, because it took acid damage, you had to roll for everything to make sure it was intact. So everything I fucking wanted to loot off him, it shined on a roll to see if it was. I'm assuming if it was above fifty, it was survived. It was intact. If it was below, it wasn't. Uh, mm. Everything was intact. So I got his bow. I got all his gold. <laughs> I, I was wondering why I saw that message on Discord where you're like, "I'm gonna learn how to use a crossbow now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's better than my javelin. <laughs> no, my god. Uh, and I can use it because it's a simple weapon. So mm-hmm. uh, I now have the bow of undead killing or some pish. I don't know what it's called. Right, you're like, I don't uh, care. And I finally got a magic weapon. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. The only thing that uh, when I started to feel bad about looting his corpse <laughs> while mm-hmm. he was in chat with us, uh, I said, oh, I'll, I'll take his little feather from his hat for good luck. And Shine rolled the damage. <laughs> it was mostly destroyed due to acid. <laughs> so now I've got a little feather that I've tucked into my belt that's fucking singed with acid in remembrance that's, of the bard. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> then we buried him. <laughs> Everybody got up and said a few words about the bard. I had a eulogy mm-hmm. and shit like that. Uh, it, was, it was just fun. <laughs> that's, that sounds awesome. So I think Sorry, he's rolling a cleric <laughs> that is going to refuse to heal me. Probably. Uh, we'll see how it goes for the next session. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited now. Like, I just I felt so bad that I missed it, and I was just like, I didn't want to. And my big thing was that I didn't want to move it another week. 
you know, when yeah, he was like, you want to move for another week? I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, no. I was like, somebody can play my character. I was like, I'm not going to do that to everybody. I was like, if I feel like shit, like it's a, it's a little bit different when Shine has issues because he's the DM. So it's like, you know, of course you give him a buy, but it's like if I had to play somebody else's character and, and especially because I think it was like Spectre said something like, you know, I can't wait to play tonight. I got to do this. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm definitely not doing that to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate you playing my character. That sounds awesome. I'm sorry that I missed it. <laughs> That's cool. But we've leveled yeah. up as well, so you'll need okay. to do Distribute your health roll or whatever shit in the character planning. All right. Shine. Yeah, I just start, I'll look at that after after we're done recording. That's because the last message from the now-dead bard who's going to be the cleric is he's going to get cam emotions and he's going to cast it on me every time I go into rage. Oh, <laughs> just to take me out of my rage. Yep. I also took his mask off him, even though I'm not attuned to it. I've got like literally everything apart from his clothes, and then we buried them by the fucking river because we thought it was a nice little setting for him. <laughs> I like that this hand crossbow works out better than javelin, so I'm probably gonna stick with it. <laughs> yeah. God, it's hilarious. <laughs> but, <laughs> your, your gif of we got the loot. <laughs> God, now I'm going back and looking at these messages. Like, <laughs> fucking castle with the dancing coffin carrier shit. Yep. <laughs> I can Kabowski just hear the music. Fucking going on giving speeches during the bard's funeral. It was a fucking. Oh. It was a one session you didn't want to miss, but I know he's, things I, happen. Yeah. He's got the bard's got to be real salty about it too. <laughs> oh, definitely. Because yeah. I feel I feel like me and the bard at some point hit like negative fifty in the relationship, mm-hmm. and we were slowly climbing up. We were about yep. to break even, and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, starting oh. to get along. You're like, oh, oh no! <laughs> like the bard had his redemption arc, and then <laughs> then died. <laughs> oh, uh, that's great. Anyway, you can yep. unbib now organic, I guess. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> stretching with no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, on to gaming, which yep. we'll start with the community play recap. Oh, that uh, game fucking... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I clearly made... Su- if you go back yeah. to the record, and I, I made suggestions... I know, then all of a I sudden, know. the poll got put up on Discord. None of my suggestions were there. Yep. Uh, so we ended up picking Wreckfest. <laughs> <laughs> what was really funny is, how how the fuck did everybody vote for Wreckfest and then nobody showed up? Uh, uh, Scott, uh, right, Muttley. No. Yeah, Muttley. his wife finally started playing Hell, Val, Val, whatever that shitty Valheim. vibe. Well, not shitty. Yeah. The thing that's taken everybody by storm right now. Yeah, he Valheim. Play games with yeah. his wife a lot, and she's interested in that, and they were in the middle of a game, so that's a fair yeah. enough. Right, that's fair. Uh, Shine was cleaning day, and they got caught mm. up in that. Mm. Uh, Scott's obviously just switched to a night shift job, and he's, uh, so his household's changed, like being yep. added to sort of thing, so... Mm-hmm. I'm being cryptic, but I just don't know. I, right, if it's yeah. personal or not. So, right. Uh, uh, so, I, there was all valid excuses, and then Dave right. just point blank refused because he said the game is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had to Hoover another deck. <laughs> oh, fucking 
<laughs> the Uber's I mean, front deck. The only redemption I could see for that game would be if we had the full eight in a lobby and we were all fucking drunk or something and then yeah. just talking shit to I, each other. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if that was going to pull together. Yeah, and I and I, I after our community play, I went back and looked at the reviews, and yeah, it's like all very solid. So I'm, yeah, I'm very surprised. Yeah, I mean, we tried a little bit of everything. We done random races; they were shit. Uh, yeah, done like destruction derby stuff and. That's where I think if we had the full eight, we could have been potentially better because the fucking eight arena we were in was so big. Right. Like in comparison to having, what, five cars that's like dancing about it, sliding mm. about like fuck. Uh, but yeah, that was, I don't know. There's nothing I liked about it at all. Tala liked some of the destructive elements that when he was in single player, he said he could appreciate a little bit more, but in multiplayer, you don't give a fuck about that. You're just trying to win. Uh, so he didn't. Well, yeah, what didn't what what didn't help either was uh was just like there were sometimes like we did an actual race and and it was so wonky trying to race and then if you wrecked once a lot of times it just felt like you were done and so yeah. I was just like I was like oh this is I mean most of the races that we had against one another it only lasted like two minutes it was like okay this is weird and so yeah, yeah. I, I I think I, what is the was there not another game that came out that was all about it was like a constant race and it was about destroying the other team or destroying the other people in the team but it wasn't laps it was like infinite until a certain amount of people died mm, that I sounds think right. I'm getting this mixed up with that's what I thought Wreckfest was <laughs> yeah, but it's not mm, I'm sure it came out at some point last year as well but uh, I'll have a dig about when we get to somebody else's games I guess but after yeah. that, we moved to Infinite Mini Golf because we just abandoned fucking breakfast. Right. And I mean, Infinite Mini Golf isn't anything special, but it's just it's one of the ones where you have a lot of people talking shit to each other, so it becomes fun. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially when you get to like the last like the last few holes, and everybody makes it in before you. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like you're like Bob. You're supposed to go over there. Yeah, you're just sitting there just psyching somebody out and you're just like, we shut up and try to make this. Yeah. Everybody fighting for like the special effect thing. It's like you go in there like some glittery area and that activates an effect where like fucking I don't know, an alien if you're on like the space sort of levels will Mm -hmm. pick up your ball and teleport it somewhere, like giving you a sort of shortcut. But nobody has patience in this game, so everybody just launches at the thing, and only one person gets <laughs> it during that animation, and everybody else is just sat about having wasted God. a stroke like that. Fuck. So then, once that animation finishes, everybody else that's sitting nearby again tries to tap their ball in, and only one person gets it. <laughs> yep. Uh, you're not lying on that one. God. Because <laughs> I think it's... it was a you that had like three attempts trying to get up one of the lifts because people yeah. just kept getting in before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, what's it? Uh, it was it, Bowers, uh, Bowers' album. It was just like, he was just like, I've been chosen. <laughs> him and I hit the thing at the same time. And he was like, as he's going up and away, all I hear is, I've been chosen. And it was just, I just sat there and wasted. And then I had to burn another stroke for it to activate. Yeah, to get back it's, out the area. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. And then I think, did you not end up hitting it when you were the only one you hit it gently? And then you caught on the lip. (laughs) And then my brother was like, yep, there's a lip there. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you had to waste another shot. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, it was definitely like a happy Gilmore moment where I'm just tapping it, like, just tap it in, just tap it in. I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, so Infinite Minigam both kind of saved it. But, uh, breakfast is shit. We're gonna have to start vetting these community plays. Like one of us is gonna have to play it beforehand. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, come on! Be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, sh- it should have been organic. Considering he bought this game before it went in Game Pass, he should have known. <laughs> I should have known. I got my money's worth now of hearing you guys bitch about it. <laughs> I mean, what's fucked up is I don't even own a copy of it. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh man, I don't know about this game. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right, so oh. we'll get any actual gaming we've done that wasn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start um, with Bob, and I'll try yeah, and find uh, out what this racing game is. Yeah, it's uh, me, it's just because of all the other shit that's been happening during the week. It, it was mainly just Xenoblade. Um, Xenoblade 1 Definitive Edition for the Switch. Uh, it feels good to dump a bunch of hours into an RPG again, but then also in the same turn, I'm like, oh man, I like, I kind of want to play something else. Like I preloaded a bunch of stuff on my Xbox or on my Xbox and my PlayStation, just in case of like, I want to switch out, but I don't know. It's, it's getting to the point now where that game sort of got its hooks in me where I keep on thinking about things like when I'm not playing it, like, oh, maybe if I do this or maybe if I do this, it will do this. And so, yeah, it's just, that's pretty much the only thing I've been playing. But even then, like, I've been sort of like in a funk where I haven't been playing a whole whole lot of games. It's mainly just watching watching a bunch of Netflix documentaries and shit like that. But yeah, I'm gonna play something today because the PS5 upgrade for Yakuza Like a Dragon came out, and so did the upgrade for Crash Bandicoot Four. So I want to try both of those out today and see see how they run and see what they look like. But yeah, that's pretty much only game I've been playing. What have you been playing, Organic? Seems like you've been all over the place. Yeah, pretty much. Um, started with Microsoft Flight Simulator, just Ooh, to how, kind of how. try the tech side of the PC. Yeah. Um, the the normal PC deal, the game installed, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to play this. And then I opened it up, and it's like, we have 160 gigs of updates to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like, ha-ha, fuck yourself. <laughs> um, that, that game... I can see why, like, everybody was shocked on just the tech side of what they were able to do with, like, the maps and everything. But That's awesome. That, but there's there's nothing to do in that game. No, but it's like um, you can tell where they dumped all the they, they dumped all the tech into where it's supposed to go. And you're like, wow, this is really pretty. It'd be even prettier if there's something to do. Yeah, and I, uh, and I imagine, like, playing it, like, through keyboard, it's a very intense of, like, actually, like, doing the flight. But... It's not the way I want to play the game. I was mm-hmm. playing it through a controller, just basic. But I I went to a few cities that I've gone to, flew over the town I was born at, just to like see the detail level. And I mean, it was it was cool for that. It was on Game Pass, didn't cost me anything, so it's not a lot right. to complain about. Right? Yeah. Shit, you can't beat that. That's the best thing. Like, yet again, we always talk about Game Pass. So that's like the best thing about it is that you don't feel you don't feel angry if something sucks and you're like, man, I was looking forward to this game. And you're like, meh, I didn't pay for it. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I looked man. up that racing game. Uh, it was on rush is the one I was 
thinking of. On Rush. Oh, oh, Rush came I, out I, I, in May, and Breakfast yeah. came out in June. <laughs> oh. I, I remember On Rush. Yeah, it's like a sort of perpetual racer where it's like the last person surviving like wins. Huh. Yeah, and it's made I feel by like Codemasters who have some sort of fucking racing pedigree with Colin McRae and stuff. So, yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think that won like a couple free to play weekends because it just didn't sell. But yeah, I think we just never were able to get a group to play it. Yeah. And then outside of that, I did Skater XL, which I've been playing off and on on the Xbox, but I had it on PC way back when I had a laptop. Just because they put out the beta originally for it, mm-hmm. so I re downloaded that. Um, it's it's a pretty cool game now on PC. It's heavily uh, driven by kind of mod community, mm. so they've added a lot more. They've recreated like some kind of famous spots throughout cities around the world. And then that's... last, huh? Oh, I said that's awesome. That's cool to see. That's one of the things I do want to get into more with PC stuff. It's like seeing what the mod community does for some of the games. Yeah, I was going to do the same thing with GTA Five and test mm-hmm. that out, but I really I don't. I've bought enough copies of GTA Five. Right. <laughs> Both uh, yeah. my second. I think that's like the third best selling game in the world behind like fucking Tetris and something else. Oh. Yeah. And then lastly, did a round of Simulator Golf yesterday. Um, basically, there's a PGA tournament going on right now down in Florida. Even even if you don't follow golf, it's like the tournament with the Island Green, which is one of the most famous holes in the world. So I, I did a round on that just to see how I did, and it was a shitty round. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. What about you, Toast? Uh, I've got a bunch. I was just curious. I was looking up best-selling. Minecraft is a best-selling video game in the world. God, it makes sense. <laughs> and second to that is GTA V. Oh. Uh, then you've got Mobile Tetris behind that in third from 2006. <laughs> Fuck knows why. Uh, yeah, I played a decent amount. Uh, Dave convinced us to play a game of Worms. Uh, so we tried that. And uninstalled it again it's just I don't know, he convinces us to play these games and then he's that fucking drunk he asks us what the fuck the controls are when he's the one obsessed with it <laughs> <laughs> uh, also done a pretty good four player uh, playlist last night on GTA done that micro machine racing mode I can't remember if we've done oh, that I forgot about it. oh that ago. sounds that sounds yeah. amazing <laughs> Yeah, that is. It's that's a perpetual racer. It's like you get you get a top down view. You've got to stay on the track. There's power ups to use. Uh, that's great. So if you go over the power up, it's like a cross between Micro Machines and Mario Kart. I don't know, almost. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much tank controls, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's but, hmm. uh, but it's one of the ones that's limited to four players, so I don't get to play it a lot. I also done the Italian job ripoff where it's like one person gets the mini and three are in the patrol cars and have to stop them getting checkpoints while the mini fucking ducks down little alley- alleys that are too narrow for big American police cars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I miss uh, those ones. Yeah, I, yeah, I would like those. to. I like to try. I like to try those kind. I mean, that's a that's another thing too with community plays. We can always, you know, we can't find something that fits all like. 
fits all of us game wise or something that's not on Game Pass that interests us, we can always do like wacky GTA playlists, like that kind of stuff, and figure yeah. it out that way. Yeah. I mean, even so. if we agree on the same playlist or so, like, because that would all the good ones are limited to four, and mm. we probably would have more than four, right? Uh, for the most part, that's uh, so we could have like. I take one playlist with three people and it's all the same stuff as organic taking a playlist to another three people and shit like mm. that. And then we always like uh, meet in the middle or something like that, like almost tournament style. Uh, yeah, mm. could do that. Yeah. Like a short mm. fucking playlist where the top two move through from each one yeah. or something and the bottom yeah. two join the other bottom two or something. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Sometimes the skill gaps in GTA are fine when like... Uh, but other game modes, the skill gap sort of like shines a bit more, or like even just the experience gap. Uh, like last yeah. night, we done top fun. Uh, Dave was fucking annoying me about. Oh well, we were fucking. It was first to win two rounds, so mm. uh, the planes won both times. I think. Oh no, the cycle, the bikes won both times, which was unusual. Wow. Yeah. But, Wow. Yeah, but then Dave was going on about, uh, but now we are in the Jets to win it, it's going to be easy. Uh, the Jets just give you an advantage, so I just went back and got my own jet. Uh, <laughs> I broke, Fuck like, it. hopped into the military base, took my jet, and then I was dogfighting with them instead of trying to get to the checkpoint. And <laughs> you just heard Dave scream of enjoy and all that shit and fucking get ah fuck you you bastard got you and then it sort of realised that the explosion was him and I was fine <laughs> he was dead <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> but yeah that's like, yeah. where the he's like oh shit the experience thing comes in because he's just sitting firing missiles at me and as long as you go in a circle on a jet the homing missiles don't catch you so you can do that for days. Mm. And then I got one pass at him and just used the machine gun, and that was him gone. Uh, that's that's so. hilarious. <laughs> but I, no, there's, there's so many. There's, I don't know if you've not played the Hasta La Vista. It's like the fucking that scene from Terminator, Terminator where the too. truck is going down the LA River chasing the fucking thing. Like they've got that in GTA. That's like awesome. No, the I team haven't. Starts on bicycles and they have to get to the checkpoint before the trucks can fucking crush them. Uh, yeah, the whole game was just called Hasta La Vista. That was a sort of nod, and also not to fucking copyright them and make them have to pay. Right. I guess the same way right. the Italian job ones called the Vespucci job. Yeah, <laughs> because like, Vespucci is like the, the Italian area. And yeah, Los Santos map. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. It's like how can we do this without having to do this? And most of those are because it's so like non-specific, like. Uh, a lot of the copyright people, they're like, hey, we're not going to win this in court. And then also, I think, too, like a lot of those companies like those kind of homages to things because it's like, oh, it keeps our brand still relevant and things like that. Yeah. You've played yeah. the Tron mode, have you, Bob? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, with the light like, That's just called Deadline. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's tons of things like... I forgot about that Micro Machines thing. That's why I put it in. It's just a Micro totally Machines thing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that, uh, Friday night, I think, we've, fucking, we've been talking about playing PD2 for fucking ages. Like, ever since <laughs> Game Pass launched, I think, PD2 has been in there. Never played it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, we finally... Well, I think Scott had played a couple of games before, but it was me, Billy, Dave, Scott booted up, filled out the four-man team, and it's pretty decent. Like, it looks fucking like 
pretty shit because of how old it is, but right. the actual mechanics behind the gameplay and stuff, it was good. Uh, there was good fucking music just blaring in your ears constantly, keeping you hyped up almost. And They, they must have fucking cut some deals, like spending some decent money, because there's a John Wick fucking pack in there with John Wick heists and John Wick is a playable character model and all that really? shit. Really? Hmm. Uh, 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 I think we've done four or five missions and we didn't try anything too complicated. Like, you can get to the stage where you're doing missions over seven days, like so there's seven little set pieces to them and all that shit. we just done like one day missions on normal difficulty, which is what it starts at. I think there's that's skull one out of potentially going up to six skulls. So it starts on normal, it must just end on fucking master level insane or some shit, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hard, very hard, very, very hard, very, very, very hard. <laughs> yeah, I heard it like I heard it's like unforgiving. That game is not easy at all. Yeah, and then yeah. there's fucking it's so I didn't realise how deep it was with like skill trees and perk points and all that shit. So like, I aspect towards the medic side of things and I took in the first aid kits, whereas Billy specced towards like maintaining the drills, like so they don't cut out as much and they cut through things faster and all that shit. And then, or maybe he was ammo and Scott was the drills, like the way it worked. I can't remember. But, hmm. uh, and top, like each mission was different. It's like we broke into uh, armored trucks in one sort of thing. Uh, then we had to wait, f- take a fucking truck and get to a uh, escape point to get picked up with a helicopter then there was another one where we were fucking trying to rob a bank basically uh, and one of the missions was a two-parter where we'd done our escape but then they caught up with us and we had to defend the loot while we got another extract arranged and all that shit and the police would come along and try pick up the money bags and shit take them elsewhere uh, hmm. and obviously if you die you don't get any money and all that shit and the money fuels your upgrades and like getting better guns and everything for doing the harder stuff so I'm pretty sure there's like a hardcore community out there for it uh, but we'll be going back to that anyway uh, and then just a shitload more Sea of Thieves like uh, spent I don't know fucking maybe 10 hours fishing this weekend doing fishing voyages because uh, <laughs> I was like who the fuck's going to do fishing voyages but then I was like oh but you that's a, that's a nice shiny fishing rod that you unlock if you do six of these tasks. So <laughs> fucking ended up doing that. Uh, Billy's been playing quite a bit on that, like Tala. He's angling for pirate legend, I think. Uh, hmm. It's good just building up. See, like it's nice jumping in and having fun, but it's also nice jumping in with somebody else that's playing and having the chemistry sort of thing. So it's like something goes wrong, I know, I know automatically I'm putting the sails up to half and I'm going on the wheel while Billy gets on the cannon sort of thing. If we take a hole, I don't need to say anything, I'm automatically down repairing while Billy straightens out the wheel and then keeps shooting for what it can and all that sort of shit. <laughs> so it's, uh, but we also done all the story missions like between the last podcast and now. I've, well, not all of them, but the mainline stuff. Uh, some of them are like totally different. I think if you were interested, or even the two of you, you should jump in and we can just go through the tall tales in order sort of thing. Uh, right. Yeah, I'd be plus, down for that. I yeah. didn't even notice. Uh, they added a tutorial to it called The Maiden Voyage, which wasn't in the game at launch, which is actually really beneficial for people that are new. Like, 
It's uh, you're like in a, there in a like solo session basically, and you start on this island and get talked through different things. You find your equipment and how to use it. Then you get the basics of ship repairing and repairing the masts and the wheels and shit like that, and using the tri- the maps to find dig spots. It basically covers everything in like a little. You could you could spend two hours searching for everything in there, or you could get out it within half an hour. I'd say. Uh, hmm. Just however much you want to dive into it, but it's a nice starting off point. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, like I, me being the completionist, fucking scoured everything, found like a secret key in a waterfall that unlocked a stash that got me like twenty five thousand gold. That's easily missable and all that shit. Uh, but uh, you can always go back in. So if you go through it basically once, then you go go through it any other time and do the completionist thing and get that one time 25 grand reward and shit shit uh, but I, I think we should set up some sort of rig even if it's no no it'd be too long some of the tell tale, all tales are too long that it would be we couldn't do it before recording or we uh, or we could do it when you're drunk and uh <laughs> no that's right. I think that would be the worst experience mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you fucking enjoyed your experience with how drunk I feel like I was that night <laughs> I, just, oh, I can't fun. remember most of it, but I mean, uh, if anything, we got. I mean, because we normally, I normally usually like, except for today, I usually wake up like two hours ahead of time. So I mean, we can always, we can always do it that way, like we did with Fall Guys. Just you know, if you think it's going to take more than two hours, then we can just play to finish and then record. If that two-hour window yeah. suited, that would probably cover most, with maybe one or two going a little bit longer. Yeah. Out of nine, that's. I mean, we, yeah, we we can start doing that because I wake up at seven anyway, so it would just be yeah, it's organic. Feel about that? <laughs> yeah, because you're usually up pretty early, aren't you? Yeah. Do you want Do you want to get it like a Series S or something like that for the west wing of your house, and then that <laughs> way? You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I guess we better get on to some news because some things did happen. Uh, Somebody can take yep. this first one because ah, I've yeah. obviously not looked into it, so Man. I wouldn't do it justice. Bib on. <laughs> the, most shock, the most shocking news of like the past five years. Yeah, right. Um, so I forget the. I forget. I'm I'm an asshole because I forgot the uh, people, the developers' name, but they announced that they're doing a uh, they're doing a TMMT game, and it's supposed to come out this year. And it's it looks fucking awesome. It's super retro. Uh, it's they showed it off with an animated trailer, and then they showed off all the animations and stuff like that of the game. It's a uh, it's a four player beat 'em up, just like the original games. Um, super colorful, super bright. It is done by Tribute Games, and uh, the publisher is Dot Emu. Um, Tribute Games. There's a lot of people who helped develop um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, that type of gameplay and that type of style. So if that's any kind of indication on how it's going to play, which is a really, really good sign because Scott Pilgrim's excellent. And so, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. It looks incredible. I even said, I was like, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to buy it for every console. So that way I support this developer so they can keep on doing these games. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what I, what I very much want is somebody to figure out a way that you can mod it into a cabinet. Yeah. Exactly. I'm watching like the trailer right now, but is this not just a fucking cartoon intro? Yeah, <laughs> but it gets there's gameplay afterwards. They All just right. did that. Yeah, but there's. I w- I was a little kind of hesitant just on 
kind of their their take on the animation but i mm-hmm. like i've watched it several times i'm very on board with it my favorite part of that entire trailer is them in the like office space and the yes. foot clan are just like wearing neckties and like on their computers yeah i i think i think my favorite part was when they were running down the uh when they're running down the street and it's just like Michelangelo, like just like running like a goof, like one nunchuck in hand and he's just running like, like he's trying to keep up with the rest of the group. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of the looking games. Yeah. It's one of the, yeah, it's one of those games. <laughs> See, that's something um, I missed. Like I never got yeah. played any of the games growing up. So I've not really got a nostalgia for it. Like I can see right. how that would be fun, but it's just something yeah. that I totally missed. Right. I understand. Um, but it's cool because it's supposed to have four-player online co-op, and so I, mean, I if, think that's really. People are playing it. I'll get it and I'll play. Like, yeah. I'm down for any co-op until right. I realize that it's shit, and then I'll at least give it one try. Yeah, and luckily with this with this kind of game, like I'm assuming that it's not going to be super duper long. Like it's probably going to be like eight or ten levels. So you know, you're not talking like it's something that if there was four of us, we could probably all beat in a sitting. Which is which I'm still down for. That's I think it's awesome that way. So yep. I think yeah, it would definitely be a fun thing. It's like one of those things where it's short, but if the quality of the game is if the quality of the game is there, like I'll keep going back and playing it over and over again. So yeah, I'm. I, it's funny because like one of the smallest looking like one of the smallest games. I'm like it's probably one of my most exciting titles this year. <laughs> so they haven't announced a release date yet. Um, they just said 2021 sometime. So, and it's coming out for everything: PC, you know, Xbox, PS4, and Switch, or you know, PS4, PS5, and Switch. So, we shall see. And of course, everybody's bothering limited run games because they're like, "You're going to do a physical copy of it," and they're like, "We haven't even gotten that far yet. Calm down." Were Were these also the same guys that did Streets of Rage Four? Yes. Yeah, okay. you're right. Which yep, Which, yep, which yep. is um, amazing uh, pedigree. Right, and so yeah, it's like the same. Like pretty much the development team is like known for their beat 'em ups currently. Like Scott Pilgrim, someone worked on Streets of Rage Four. Like a lot of them are coming from like that source. So if that's any kind of indication on your kind of gameplay for it, it's going to be excellent. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh that's the news I was excited for. Yep. Uh, then we had the Bethesda Roundtable Xbox Microsoft thing. Uh, didn't watch it. Uh, nope seen a lot of pissed off fucking twitter comments going back and forth fanboy stuff uh, no. but I think the one highlight that is worth talking about was Phil Spencer's quote which is for an Xbox customer the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games to you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists Yep. so, so. they're probably going to make the majority exclusive to PC and Xbox Mm-hmm. And then trying to brute force Game Pass on Nintendo, I still think that's going to be a thing eventually. It's, right. uh, it's kind of like when uh, they started rolling out crossplay, and Xbox got on board of like, hey, we support it, right? Yep, and forced everybody else into jumping on that. Another thing is too is I think I think you know what Phil is trying to say too is like whatever game was probably in development now. You know, if it wasn't that far in development, it's going to shift over to being primarily Xbox. And so I know like was... Arkane kept their, they've obviously got that outstanding, outstanding PlayStation deal with a yeah. time loop thing, Death Loop. So that's yep. not changing. So I don't think that's 
So, yeah, it's probably that kind of stuff where it's like if it's that far in development where it's going to come out sooner than later. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if like Elder Scrolls or something like that was exclusive to Xbox because, I mean, we haven't even seen anything on it yet. So, I mean, it's like I I I don't care about exclusives because, I mean, I buy consoles, obviously, for exclusive games, but like. In the same turn, like that's why I bought both this round because I was like, yeah, I was like, I have a feeling with between between Game Pass and everything like that. But I think it's going to help Xbox because I mean, if you look at all the exclusive PlayStation games and how much they run compared to like third party games, like how well they run to consoles and stuff, and also with Microsoft being your daddy, it's like you can just give them a yeah. call and they can show you exactly what to do on how to optimize it for their console. So. It's and the, it's gonna the be, thing I've seen that best had done it on Twitter was somebody like dickheads arguing back and forth, but then somebody pointing out Sony spends. I just googled it to make sure I had the right number: two hundred twenty-nine million to acquire Insomniac Games, and then Spider-Man yeah. exclusivity becomes a thing. Yep, and all that, and nobody complains. Oh, yep. Well, and the, the people that are complaining about Bethesda aren't complaining about Spider-Man. Xbox right. spent seven and a half fucking billion, and you don't think they're going to try and capitalize on that somehow? Right, right. <laughs> and so it's like, and and we were we were talking about this before the podcast, but I mean, it's the same way. Like um, this past January, Nintendo bought uh, one of their developers, their second, you know, a second party developer, but they they bought uh, Next Level Games, and if you look at like their pedigrees and stuff like that. They used to develop for GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation, but then Nintendo, like, you know, back in the 2000s, early 2000s, they started loaning them, like, they did Mario Strikers, Mario Strikers Charge. They just did uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. And so this January, like, the all the people were putting up stuff to sell, like, they were putting up their stocks to sell, and uh, Nintendo became the majority shareholder because they were just like, you know, what they say... Uh, a number of owners, directors recently determined that the time is right for them to sell their games, and NLG therefore began exploring the potential sales transactions. And so they decided to buy them because they, you know, they did so well. And Luigi's Mansion Three, I just found out, just bought, uh, just bought like or just sold like eight million copies or something like that. So it's a big success for a second-party developer, do, you know, developing a primary Nintendo game, which turned it into essentially a major franchise. So, I mean, don't, you know, all those people that get butthurt are the ones that are just like the fanboys are like, I'm strictly PlayStation or I'm strictly, you know, Switch and stuff. And it's like every single company does it. It just depends on how much money they have to throw around. So, yeah. and I mean, the yeah. exclusive shit works because I skipped yeah. the generation of PlayStation 3, but then I was like, fuck, I've missed so many exclusives. Right. There's no way I'm switching my main console because you've got the whole social group and all that established well, already. Well, but, I need to get a PlayStation 4 and play all that shit I've missed. <laughs> right. Well, a perfect example for me was uh was back when the PlayStation 3 and the 360 came out. Um, Elder Scrolls uh, Oblivion came out on 360, and it didn't come out yep. for like a long time later on for PlayStation. And I was like, well, I want to play that. That looks amazing. And so I bought a 360 first. It just, I just follow wherever, just follow wherever my interests go. And then this time around, like, you know, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, it was 360. Then it went to PlayStation 4 and then an Xbox One. This time I got fucked because both of them had really good games. So I bought both at the same time. And I I understand like affordability and everything like that. But you can't get butthurt that a company wants to go over and try to dominate the other company. And then especially when you pick and choose, like you said, Insomniac gets bought and you're like, oh, get fucked. So, you know, get fucked, Microsoft. And then 
Microsoft buys Bethesda and you're like, boo-hoo, why are they doing this to us? Oh, what? I mean, they they can do whatever they want. They own Bethesda now, so I have no qualms because I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, I buy. When does Xbox's version of Smash come out with fucking all these characters they've got? Right, right. <laughs> fucking uh, well, so they probably looked at Sony doing that and they were like, hmm, that didn't work. That sucks. I suppose. Yeah, because they did what? There's got to be some sort of like all-star game that incorporates them in some way. Maybe not a brawler because, well, mm-hmm. I think it's shite. But, right. Uh, they should do a first-person oh. shooter. <laughs> where you could like be fucking doom <laughs> yep. guy like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like the dragonborn who the fuck's Make it, guys name? uh blastowitz bj blastowitz yep yep and uh make it a hero shooter like fucking overwatch and shit like that like you have certain oh, power-ups there oh, yeah i think that's, that's, that'd be hilarious that's not, that's not a bad idea official guy, yeah. guy is like crowd control because he just yeah. fucking bl- blast people away keep them out an area yep get joanna dark in there yeah i mean <laughs> You have the dragon board that does like, you know, the dragon board that does his big shout for Skyrim and just fucking blast people away or like does some kind of, uh, some kind of freaking fate, like, you know, phase damage. So uh, every, that you just got a yeah. big fucking car coming up. That's Forza's representation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's the car with the gun on the front of it. It's just actually waddling like a first shooter. <laughs> That'll be like the mounts that you can summon. You summon like a Forza Horizon fucking uh, yes. top line car just to get you back to the fucking action. Fucking big dragon <laughs> hits the ground and just screams like, holy shit. Uh, you can have the girl from uh, Recore in there. Her dog comes out and like electrocutes you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's just, can you imagine like fucking, even like stupid little themed expansions they could add? Mm-hmm. Like adding a fucking they would well, they wouldn't add Wolfenstein to Halo because of fucking yeah. I don't think they would want Nazi tones, but they could add like a Doom sort of like expansion thing to Halo in some way. Yep, or even cosmetically yeah, or some shit. It's like it's that kind of stuff, and then I mean at that point too, like the developers can do like jokey like mods, like Doom could go over and put like the machine gun from Halo and it just modify it so that way it looks like, and you could do those like meta things where like. Doom guy looks at it and like spray paints it or like does something to it where it's all like mangled and everything. And then, it's, you know, or vice versa, like put the BFG and freaking Halo and stuff like yeah. that. It's just, I like the possibilities like are. Sea of Thieves has ship sets based off of like some of their first party stuff. Yeah. So you could get like a fucking Doom themed boat. Right. I just, I, or a Fallout boat. I just, I hope, I hope with all this stuff like the acquisition and then leaving developers alone. I hope that Microsoft actually starts bothering fucking Rare and tell them, like, hey, I know to see Thieves is great, but uh, you and, like, ten other people, including myself, want another Banjo-Kazooie game, so can we get on that, please? Like, <laughs> or another Conker's Bad for a Day? Like, come on. Give it to me. Fucking shit. Especially seeing I mean, Sea of Thieves and how good it looks, like, cartoon-wise. Like, both it's of those... going to be the third year for Sea of Thieves uh, next week or something like that. It's yeah. the anniversary. And that's them only just launched their season one because they're happy with their sandbox. And season right. two is already planned. Like it's crazy that it's taken it's, three years to properly get going, but it's going to another level at this point. So I think that's it. Comes back to that argument that I had before, like where the people just automatically assume that a game is dead because they don't play it, like that that whole entire mm-hmm. individualism thing. And I think that's why a lot of people are more butthurt about this acquisition than they than they are anything else is because like 
they all assumed that Xbox was like Microsoft was dead. Like they were just like, you know, dead console, dead console, because you're, you're so hyped on your PlayStation. You're just sitting there beating your dick to it. And, and what's, what happened was, is that Microsoft took like pretty much took like their, like them getting beat down. was like, all right, cool. Like, well, while you guys are whining over there and playing your PlayStation, we're going to go over and buy this company and you're not going to know about it. So they dumped all their money into PlayStation. They dumped all the money into the ecosystem and they're like, yeah, PlayStation fanboy for life. And then Microsoft comes out and is like, oh yeah, by the way, while you were sitting there talking about that, we bought Bethesda. And there that's the reason why there's so many tears going over and short circuiting PlayStations because they they just assume that the place that the Xbox was a dead console and it's like, hmm, no, it doesn't work like that. You should have just kept up on it. And you never know, you might have bought an Xbox this round, but oh well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, I it's fascinating to me. And the cool thing is too with the Xbox now is that I'm playing this one more than I played my one. A lot more like I'm actually like buying games and like spreading out the love between my Xbox and PlayStation more than I have the past gen like the majority of my games originally were like for PlayStation but like this time around I'm actually like hmm, do I want it for that or do I want it for Xbox ah fuck it I'll just get it for Xbox I know it's gonna run the same and stuff like that so it's cool that both consoles are getting equal parts versus just me not playing one or the other mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I'm I'm excited what the hardware can do. I'm excited what Microsoft can do with having that acquisition, especially like things like Doom, things like Doom and Elder Scrolls. Like they're going to look incredible because of the fact that you're only developing for one console and a PC, so you're essentially just downscaling it for a PC, and you don't have to worry about like optimizing it for anything else. It's going to be yeah. a monster. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking monster, especially like having you know all the hard drive capabilities and stuff. I'm just picturing something like like Doom and you know, yeah, again, Elder Scrolls, like, having no load times, like, just being able to walk into a house and don't have to load anything. Doom just going from one level to the other without a load screen. It's going to be... Insane. It's going to be fucking bonkers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've even... We're lining up a Fallout 76 trial run <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just because it's been added to Game Pass. The game oh, came out, it was a piece of shit. I think it's You're probably right. one of the worst launches, like, yep. I've ever, like, followed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, supposedly it's reached a better place now, and that's what I heard. It might be, but it's free to try now. It's on Game Pass, and, and so that's, what's that harm in not trying it? It's and that's one of the things that I like too about like the benefit of this kind of stuff with like having Microsoft's money is that if if Sea of Thieves or like Fallout seventy six was like a small time developer, like a baby developer, especially Rare. Rare is not like the most the biggest, you know, the biggest developer in the world. If it was a third-party game, Sea of Thieves would have died. Like, yeah. after the first year, it would have been dead. But the fact that Microsoft really pushed it and was like, okay, you know, how you guys doing? You want to keep it alive? Like, yeah, let's go. I mean, look what EA did to Anthem. And yep. if it was if it was that, they would have killed it. But, you know, I think Rare, you know, gave them the benefit of the doubt. And now, now look at Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is consistently played by... And it's consistently played by a large amount of people. And even people like you who are new to it have come into it and you're like, Oh shit. Like I remember this game not being like this and it's actually a lot of fun. Same with me. I played it. and was like, this game is fucking dope. I actually really like this. It's low key. Just a really calm game. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, you think like, about like mention real quick mention like fallout 76 that that game got such negative press for such a long time that that probably made them rethink and like think, okay, maybe 
Microsoft or a buyout is an option. And even like the exclusive deals with Deathloop yeah. that yep. they couldn't burden that risk. They, yeah, they probably yeah. said the ink was dried on these contracts and they were like, look, like you're still going to make money off of this because if you make it free for game pass, like people are going to flock to game pass versus buying a $60 game. But uh, I mean, but also in the same turn, the ink was probably dried on those contracts well before this whole entire merger started to happen. And so they were like, look, there's got to stay, but eventually they're going to get to this point where they can be over here. And it's like, okay, cool. Like just, you know, they were like, we'll just let sleeping dogs lie. But I'm curious if they got ahead of it to get like, to make sure that like doom and elder scrolls and stuff like that are going to be, you know, permanent fixtures on Xbox versus multi-platform. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm still so about Anthem. Like why the fuck? Fair enough. Kill it. If that's what you want to do, but why give it a, the the team a year or something to work on it? Like, how much money did they fucking waste trying to well, do the overhaul and then not even I mean, letting the overhaul launch and give it a chance? That's that's EA. I mean, EA doesn't give a shit. They 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 really don't. I mean, this is the same company that you know when Anthem was coming out, they were trying to hype up Anthem by shitting on single player games, and then it backfired on them. And now now look at them. They killed. They murdered Anthem, and they were like, "Look, guys, we we we're just like you want." It's like the it's. It's like that kid who gets like slapped upside the head and then wants to come back for more immediately. And it's like, you know, it's now EA's coming back and they want to tout all these single player games. It's like, but last year you said all these games were dead. Well, we were wrong. We're gonna kill Anthem. Look, we're we have our good faith. Well, don't kill it. Just fucking <laughs> let them finish it because I didn't say yeah. that multiplayer games were dead. You did. Uh, no, nah, we're we're good. Fuck that. And it's like, okay, well, I guess you're gonna do what you want to do. It's fucking weird, but. Yeah, I, I just, mean, obviously, COVID would have got in the way of things. So if that delayed it by another year, like that's still a year of for nothing versus two years and potentially recouping something when you relaunch it. Right, and I mean, like, it, I, thought, I just it, don't get why they let it go so long before deciding. That's the only I, thing. I don't, I don't know either because like you would think that EA would look at like Destiny and Sea of Thieves and Fallout seventy six. It's like these games don't, they don't. They're not hits overnight. I mean, even Fortnite and everything. They're not hits overnight. You have to, you know, let them play out. That's a games as a service. That's the way this shit works. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen was an MMO that completely died and then got... That's why it's called A Realm Reborn because it got completely redone. And now it's like one next to... It runs next to WoW in terms of, you know, consistent user base. It's like, you know, give it some time. Don't just fucking kill it. Just the, the first sense of you thinking that it's shit, like... Anthem could have came out and been absolutely. I mean, everyone thinks Destiny is like the gold standard, but they forget that Destiny was right. a heap of shit Des that was hated. Destiny was fucking year, outside of Destiny the was trash. Destiny was trash. I was one I of the hardcore that loved it, yeah. but right. outside of that hardcore, it was fucking yeah. terrible. <laughs> it was the same way as Sea of Thieves. Like Sea of Thieves wasn't a piece of shit, but it was like there wasn't really anything to do. Like when yeah, you're telling it was me all like this stuff, sandbox with. No fishing, no cooking, yep. no special yep. events, no fucking proper quest stuff to do other right. than go to a map and dig this, go to this yep. island and kill a skeleton. Yeah, that's like but, when you were, you know, and, and it's funny because even the first impression I got from you when you were like, I'm playing Sea of Thieves, it's really good. And I'm like, is it though? Like, all it is is <laughs> you just go around hunting for treasure and then you start naming all these quests off and everything. I was like, and then I actually played it and you were like, yeah, we got to go here and solve this puzzle and then we got to go to this island and then we got to go here and dive for this treasure. I'm like... There's a lot more shit than I originally perceived. I, mean, I can't remember if I've game. used this line, but it should get you in straight away. The story mm. is similar to the whole Infinity Gauntlet. 
you're basically See, finding this thing, then finding all the gems to complete yeah. it, to then be able to pass into the shore of gold, which is See, the Red Sea that kills your right. boat. That gauntlet protection lets you get to this secret island, that's which is dope. the end game of that like little campaign yeah. thing to kill the gold hoarder. That's so damn cool. Like, and see, that's that's the thing though. So you have to give these developers time. You want them to build these giant games that people are going to be playing for years and years. And it's like it's games as a service. Like you can't just completely murder your service. But that's EA. EA they try to like EA is like that shitty super villain that tries to go over and pluck at you and. They're like, how much can we get from these people? And then when you tell them to fuck off, they act like it's our fault. You know, oh, we're not we're not doing anything with Anthem because you guys hated it. We didn't say that we hated it. We just wanted you to do X, Y, and Z. No, you hated it. We're done. I'm fucking, fuck that game. We're moving on. And to the point where they moved on so quickly, they removed like the multiplayer components in Dragon Age. And it's like, well, I hope it wasn't co-op because that would fucking suck. Because co-op <laughs> would be awesome in a Dragon Age game because you can make fucking D&D campaigns out of it. But... Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to try the next Dragon Age, I guess, because every time I've yeah. tried it, I've not got in it, but that was pre-D&D. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Obsession. So you're like, pre, so you're like pre-fantasy, so you're just like, you're like, now I'm in. Yeah, I was always, I, I never really liked fantasy. I always preferred sci-fi if it came to it, as long as I didn't yep. have to fucking fly a spaceship. <laughs> so, I just hate space fucking flying for some reason. No idea why. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like a 3D space. It's it's oh. like a 3D space that's weird. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but I, even like Star Wars, like obviously I didn't get into that straight away. Like I got into that later on when I opened up to it because before mm-hmm. that I just thought it was stupid space shit. I didn't care about <laughs> stupid space shit. <laughs> yep, that's uh, the, uh, the Scottish translation of Star Wars. Y- yep, <laughs> it would be really get funny. Everybody's fascination is oh. with space. We know more oh, about God. space than we know about our own fucking oceans. It's insane. Organic, I don't know how good you are with editing video, but can you like do the Star Wars crawl and instead of saying Star Wars, just put stupid <laughs> space shit? <laughs> like, look, I got the Scottish version for you. It's like, dead It's just stupid space shit. <laughs> uh, the whole story, but like, about, I don't know, a long time ago, some cunt done this. Right. Uh, yeah. But, it was yeah. just, it, I think it's, I do appreciate, uh, I do appreciate like your your initial impressions versus like your actual dedication to gaming, because of the fact that like how many times have I explained a game to you? And you're like, fuck off, that's stupid, and then <laughs> you know you're like, you're like, it was like divinity. I'm like, oh, it's like D and D. You got to pick your character. You got to you fuck off. That's dumb. You know, you're like, I'm not going to do that. And then next thing you know, you throw so much weight into it. And I'm like, man, this is overwhelming. I don't even know if I can play it this much. <laughs> Same way with Animal Crossing. You're like, I explained Animal Crossing to you. And you were like, that's the no, dumbest shit I have ever heard. And then next thing you know, you're like, Bob, did you get the new fish yet? It's a new month. Time to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, I, yeah, there it is. Look. <laughs> Look on this uh. card. <laughs> that was so that was so that was so fast (laughs) i could only get it to do the crawl oh my god yes if you can put that uh you need to put that on your twitter as your as your background (laughs) oh my god anyway this next story kind of feeds (laughs) into the whole game pass shit like talking about giving things a chance to survive i the thing, the rumor is, Outriders is coming to Game Pass. 
Oh, that was like uh, that weird memo that they sent out, right? The leaked memo, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. It's, I never played the demo because I like to keep it fresh, but right. the memo talks about some weird anomaly on the horizon got to investigate, and that's supposedly what you do in the Outriders demo is go investigate this anomaly. It turns out to be the storm or something, which it also talks about in the memo. Um, mm. And my thinking behind this is maybe Square of Scene like what happened with Anthem, what happened with Avengers, even though Avengers is still getting the support because it's too big to let it fail, uh, but it's not launched great and fucking obviously Anthem had the same shit. This is a game in a similar vein. It's not a games of service, but it's the same sort of genre, like looter shooter, fucking have special abilities, all this sort of shit. Uh, so maybe, I think if it is coming to Game Pass, which would be great, it's only going to be like a month maybe three month six month max type thing and then you need to buy it uh hmm. like just to fucking get that initial word out and good sales numbers to start get a good player base all that sort of shit oh yeah, yeah. do it like almost like a gta where you know they really like a short timed thing as opposed yeah. to it's coming to game pass and staying for a while like it's like almost like a uh do like a, it's like an extended demo or something like that which but, and then if you offer like a hefty discount or something, that would make people like they would just solidify the player base. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But, it seems but what, like what, it's what, almost what it, too big for Game Pass. <laughs> what, what if it stays on there and just similar to uh, like Fall Guys? Hmm. I don't know because this has an an end point. That's why I think it's not going to be on for too long. Because oh, it's that's right. It's like a. F- I don't know if it was 40 to 60 or 30 to 60, something in that region, I'm sure. And then there's a couple of like end game things you can do where it's like rerunning stuff on higher levels, but it's not games of service. Like they're not going to okay, add I in gotcha. a raid and all that sort of shit. Like, and they're not going to try and keep it going for year two. Like, there might be DLC that comes out, but again, that'll be standalone. Once you do it, it's done. It's not a grind to wait to the next thing game. Uh, because I mean, fucking talk about grinding that demo, like it's cross transfer. It's a two to three hour thing, they say. Scott's played it for about 30 or 40 hours because he's grinding the same fucking boss, getting a fucking chest to try to get all this stupid loot that ultimately is going to out level like after four hours in the game when it launches. But I don't know, he likes doing these things. <laughs> he is. He is dedicated when it comes to like grinding out uh, stuff uh, like yeah. Diablo, all that sort of shit. Like that's his sort of wheelhouse. Yeah, Destiny yeah. was until everybody fell off it. I think everybody just got too fed up with Destiny, like the drop rates your and grind. Shit. Basically, mm. it's like you try so hard to get all this shit, and then the next stuff launches, and then you realize they made it so easy to get the shit that you just spent forever to get, like. Uh, obviously, you need catch-up mechanics for when new stuff launches, but it was as if it was almost fucking too easy to do catch-up. Because like, I could have raid tiers loot from one thing that I could only get in hard mode with a tiny chance, and then the new patch drops, and like all my legendary stuff is being outpowered by blue common gear that you get from shooting the most, the easiest enemies in the game and all that sort of shit. Just because that power level fucking rises. And, like say 100 was a cap before and it goes up to 200 all the 100 stuff had to be legendary to be that high now 100's in the middle of the road so that's all blue gear and the new legendary stuff's all 200 and you're 
time is essentially wasted. Uh, I don't know. That's how yeah. I feel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because but that, now I'm grinding Sea of Thieves, which has no power level. I'm grinding right. just to make my <laughs> yeah. pirate look I, I, fucking cooler than yours. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's yeah, because I think that's the shitty part with Destiny is like I see people that are grinding and they're like, you know, finally just got this weapon, and I'd be really fucking mad if I got that weapon, and it's like, oh, this is one of the coolest weapons in the game, and then like, and you know, a half an hour later, like, surprise, this one's the coolest now, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, hey, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I'm curious how they're gonna do it. If it's like a time demo, that'd be cool because that would be definitely one of those things where if I played it and they were like, "This is coming off a of Game Pass," I would definitely buy it if I was in the middle of playing it. That was de- definitely be. There won't be a time demo, but a full game. But yeah, just, well, I mean, I you know, put that could, month or whatever yeah. on it so that not everybody that downloads it get to the end. Like if they put it on for six months everybody will slowly pick at it and then it'll be finished and then there's no reason to buy it when it leaves Game Pass. But if it's a right. short, sharp sort of thing, at launch you get the hype, oh, I don't want to buy this, but if I sub to the Game Pass for this special one fucking month, or mm-hmm. three months for one dollar, which is I think what they're running again for new customers, uh, right? Uh, then you get it and then you've not quite finished it, but you've put 20 hours in, it's got its hooks in you, and then it comes off Game Pass. You're like, oh, but it's on discount because I have my Game Pass subscription, so aye, it benefits both of them that way. Yeah. And usually what helps, too, is, like, it's, like, a weird symbiotic thing because, um, like, somebody like me who's a physical game collector, usually Amazon keeps up on, like, I don't know if it's their algorithm or people are actually looking, but usually when those games, like, come off of Game Pass and then they go on sale through, like, the you know, they go on sale through Xbox and stuff, the physical version usually goes down in price, too. So even if I wanted to buy a physical copy of the game, I'm like, oh, cool. Like it's around the same price that Microsoft has it on their store. And so, or it could be cheaper. And so that's, it helps out a lot too, where, you know, if the game decided to come off, especially if you're talking about it has an end game and everything and it came off a game pass, I'll probably buy it right then and there so I can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, there was also people saying it could be some sort of Mass Effect thing, which would make more sense. Uh, mm. But all the Mass Effect stuff's already on Game Pass, as far as I know, because Andromeda went into the vault fucking last year or some shit, mm. the year before. Because uh, the line that's getting everybody talking about Outriders, but can also probably tie into Mass Effect, has, has anyone else noticed a mysterious signal appearing in the distance, or am I the only anomaly in this situation? And I think hmm. basically in Outriders, you investigate a mysterious signal, and then it turns out that the signal is like interference caused by this storm, which they call the anomaly. Oh, so Ooh. that obviously that seems very likely, but it's just it's just hard to fucking accept. Like, because this will be the first big third party thing that's just appeared out of nowhere. I think. And it's, well, it might be, I'm bigging it up more than it is. It's like, I'm in the middle of a fucking drought right now. I don't know what the fuck to play. Outside of Sea of Thieves, there's not really anything for our group to play because we've hammered fuck out of GTA, everything. Mm-hmm. And there's, right. Just, so we're we're itching for that next game. So, uh, don't know. But hopefully. <laughs> Something will come soon. Yeah. Um. That was everything that grabbed my attention. I've well, I didn't pay any attention to be honest. I just read Discord and seen other people had seen this shit because <laughs> I've been too busy catching fish and fucking cutting down skeletons and shit. 
Yeah, you're uh, right. I do go all in on things. <laughs> yeah, I told oh, we you, know man. you do. I, yeah, we know. It's it, it's just I've it's almost just funny. maxed out my level. Like I'm beyond mm-hmm. Pirate Legend. I've almost maxed out the level for some factions. It, it was yeah. just hilarious because at first you would hold us to you would hold organic and I both to that standard, and organic ha- is you know apparent and I'm a piece of shit, and it you're like I you're not doing this. I'm like I don't know because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> you're like I'm level fifty and it's like it's been a day and a half. You're like well, <laughs> no excuses. Back to work. <laughs> but uh, you, if it's a single player grind, you do it. Like mm-hmm. fucking, how much did you play? Blasters when it came out, you played that oh, like a grind. I'm, yeah, it's it, it, days gone I'm, when you get into it. That was a grind, but it's yeah, like the multiplayer aspect I, doesn't click yeah, for you. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm a fucking weirdo, Toast. I, I can't <laughs> tell you. Like, I don't. I, it's, I think it's because like I grew up like, and then even during the Xbox era, like outside of competitive multiplayer games, there wasn't a humongous amount of co-op that I wasn't on a consistent schedule with. Because even like even my best friend and I, like we keep on talking about wanting to play Gears and. uh He's like, yeah, we're going to play Gears this week, and I don't play it. So it's not just you. It's not like not playing with somebody <laughs> in the community. It's like, it's it's pretty much everyone. <laughs> like, I just don't have set schedules. I'm weird. Nah, yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, gaming was on the PC competitive Rainbow Six. Right. was where I started mostly, and then mm-hmm. got the 360, I think. Was mm-hmm. my, well, obviously, I played like PlayStation, but I, I don't, that, when I was younger, I don't really count right. that as like during my teeth my f- fucking formative gaming years it was all multiplayer competitive mm. so, so yeah so like I you were like a, probably like a counter-strike in. guy rainbow six yeah yep counter-strike source then on the consoles mm. call of duty uh it was always multiplayer based and yep. shit yeah and it's it's weird how like it's almost like an evolution of people like where they go like divergent paths when it comes to gaming it's it's like you said, you're more about the community, like multiplayer aspect. And like, you know, of course, obviously the community is great. And I like playing with you guys a lot. Like this is the most I've ever played multiplayer games in probably, I'd say the past decade, like at all, like even doing like the community (laughs) plays with the communities and things like that. It's just like, that's the most I've ever played multiplayer games. And I think that's what happened too. It's like, I almost like buried myself into single player because I was like, well, I'm not playing with anybody. And most of, and you know, being thirty six, going on thirty seven, most of my, most of my friends and everything, they're like, we have kids now. I'm like, okay. And they're like, you don't have any kids. I'm like, nope. <laughs> so I just started playing single player games, and yeah. when sixteen ounce came along, Fall Guys oh, season four coming soon. <laughs> oh shit! It's it, back is in it? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I started releasing the teasers and all that sort of shit, so I'd imagine yeah. it's not far away. Wonderful. Well, let's I... say we're we're gonna we're gonna get Organicus Crown. God damn it. Yeah, I I yeah. still play that game, but I just do not provide <laughs> updates. <laughs> I do not provide <laughs> updates. But yeah, it's, I yeah I don't know. It's it's I've always been weird about this stuff, but yeah, I love playing with the community because like, the community I guess is like even you as competitive as you are, and it's like my kind of people, where it's like oh I can actually go into this and not be stressed out or not having to win this. If I don't win, I don't give a shit because it's more about being funny than anything. <laughs> So, and you guys don't get upset. Like, that's the one thing I appreciate the most about it is like even playing Sea Thieves with you, you were pissed drunk and <laughs> you were explaining everything to me verbatim, like how to do stuff instead of just saying, how come you can't do this? You fucking suck. Like, I'm never playing this with you again. It's like the community is more about inviting people in to want to play more about stuff than just shunning people because they're not good at something. 
So yeah, I like think there's certain the, people that I'll play shooters with that will right. fucking end up arguing and all that shit, but it's a different right. expectation when I'm just playing with somebody that doesn't normally play a shooter or something. Right. Like, that. like when you and Q would like when you carry organic and I were spray painting each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you're like if I'm playing with my brother or potentially Billy and they fuck yeah. something up, then I'll be like, What the fuck are you doing? Like yeah. fucking get it together, you can't Right. <laughs> it's it, it's yeah it's that kind of stuff and and but it, what i appreciate about it is too is like the the multitude of skill levels that are there are not like you said you and your brother are really good at like call of duty and stuff i'm fucking terrible at it and then when you get me into something like titanfall you guys are all like what the fuck is wrong like why why is bob so good at this and it's like well i'm just <laughs> playing this shooter like <laughs> this is my shooter now like <laughs> it's it but it's it's that cool it's that awesome appreciation for different skill sets and different people that, you know, even though I don't play as many multiplayer games as you guys, like I still want to play the multiplayer games, you know, that's why I'm there every morning, every, every other Sunday for community plays, regardless of how shitty the game is. (laughs) Seems like the American crowd is potentially picking back up because she's fucking died over the last year. I know. (laughs) I think, I think the community play, I think the community play aspect of it helped out a lot. Like, I think it's cool having a set. And that's the thing, too. You give me a set schedule. I'm like, all right, we're playing this day at this time. Cool. Excellent. Like, let's do this. And here I am. (laughs) Ta-da. So, yep. Yeah, it'll it'll pick back up. And I need to, I want to play Sea of Thieves, but I'm afraid it's going to get its hooks in me and then I'm going to disappear into the abyss. Nah. Can't disappear. I'll always be there. Right. (laughs) Take my hand. (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, that's. Yep. I mean, some of the shit you see in Sea of Thieves, like you can play it so many different ways. That's that's awesome. It's crazy. We and should. I mean, do, we should see when I'm doing should, my fishing. I've found out a way to interact. Like if people come up looking to sink me, and I just walk up to my fishing rod out and I spam the message saying "gone fishing," and <laughs> if they want to sink me, that's fine. But all I do is I get on their boat and I keep fishing, and then they kill me and I respawn. So I find them, get on their boat. And then I fucking go off the back of their boat and I f- just throw the rod. And then eventually they just accept that I'm there and I'm fishing and they stop fucking with me. <laughs> like, I guess because they're afraid when I'm fishing, gonna, like... I've got no loot. So there's no reason for them to sink me. Right. It's like after. Like they sink me once, they see there was nothing there. That was the point. And I've not mm. lost anything because I'm setting out with that goal. Whereas if I'm going about with treasure shit, then if you come near me, I'll shoot first. Uh, fucking. Aye. I was, I was doing. So I talk to my brother, I'll see what the fuck I said to him, actually. It's quite fun. <laughs> Last story before I fucking wrap this up. Uh, no, you're good. I was about to finish a vault, but I was also in the middle of getting ready to leave for work. So I was saying if I wanted to jump on and quickly finish it, and I was like, no, I'll abandon that. Uh, but a reaper came up on me before I even started that so it was like they came up they were uh, as they approached it looked like they were trying to ram me which seemed weird uh, chain shot took their sail down like if you hit their with chain shot drops that so it stops them moving sort of thing jumped on the ship dropped their anchor that stops them turning and then just lined up the ship behind them started peppering them with holes uh, so Damn. that was like a 3v1 uh, managed to get all their fucking trinkets and stuff that they'd stole off other people by being dickheads. And I was only like two minutes away from the Reaper's hideout where I could just drop it all off and sell it and log off. 
<laughs> so it went from like being nothing to like 10 seconds later a ship tried to ram me and fucking having to just automatically just switch into combat and, uh, I just like the way it works and at first it's very easy to get put off by losing an hour's worth of collecting shit and all that stuff Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but the harsh answer is don't collect for an hour and don't have as much stuff collect for half an hour then go sell it if you're one mm. uh, it's called like the line that everybody fucking says in responses is called see a thieves not see a friends right, once yeah, you I mean, yeah. learn you're going to lose stuff and you learn that you're going to yeah. get sunk and it's not the end of the world you get to actually enjoy the side of it and you think like I, I must have been sunk 20 30 times because I've been outnumbered to go on my slip on my own like solo slip and then a ship comes up that's got three people so it's a 3v1 but eventually you realise, fuck, this is just practice. And then it gets to the point where you turn it around and I sunk the three people and it fucking feels amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing I didn't get into was like the the ship battle stuff yet. And so I only got to see like the treasure hunting aspect of it. So I'm curious what that's going to be like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's punishing. Oh, I bet it is. It's like the main tactic is to have, if you've got more than one person, one person's on the ship with the cannons, peppering them while another person gets on their ship, either mm-hmm. by shooting out a cannon or like dropping off the back of the boat if you're getting chased so that they come up on you and then boarding them and drop their anchor so that they're basically a sitting target. Mm. Then while they're trying to fucking lift their anchor, you kill them. And then while you're fucking killing them, or at least just keeping them busy, uh, even just by being underneath, waiting at the holes that your friends put in with cannons, you just protect the holes. Because, mm. like, if nobody's on your ship, you can always keep repairing. You can always send somebody to keep bailing water. You're not in that much trouble. But as soon as one person gets on the ship and starts interfering with all that, it's a fucking nightmare. Oh, God. Uh, it sounds like a multitasking, like, clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. if you've got a solid crew that with the communication, that all that stuff flows nicely. But then, when it's not a not so solid crew, like the, right. they added the checkpoints into the story missions and all that shit, so that if we end up playing before a thing, there's three us, we, we're not used to combat and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Once we find part A of this fucking mission, we'll get a checkpoint. So if somebody comes along, sinks us, takes that fucking thing we found, we just respawn put the checkpoint thing down on the quest board to vote on and then the little thing that we just found will appear there and we get to continue from where we left off like we don't nice. need to re- retrace your steps and all that shit the checkpoint system's pretty generous uh, and a lot of the time you can spam in chat like I'm on the tall tail or some shit like that and they'll just leave you alone because people that know the game will know that you don't really have anything worth fucking, it's only at the occasional dickhead you run into that'll actually actively chase you and sink you when they know you've got nothing hmm. uh, but anyway fucking it was meant to be wrapping up and then we started yep. talking about Sea of Thieves somehow <laughs> right you're like not this much this week so but here it is <laughs> yeah awesome uh, so <laughs> next week's community play I guess we'll put another vote up no uh, no racing games <laughs> I'll be no part of it yeah <laughs> Uh, well, you can put it up, but maybe just before putting it up, let us know what the choices are going to be. Hey, I so. did. So you go back to those messages. Yeah, um, we'll the figure it. We'll figure it right out. We had to. <laughs> we had to go through the whole entire. Uh, we'll go through the whole entire Game Pass catalog, and we'll figure something out. Cool. Yep. Yep. We will yep. catch you guys uh, 
in the game on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. See us. Uh, have we done socials? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we haven't. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks. There you go. So long. <laughs> Alex for Discord. I'm in the show note. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.